1 Peter chapter 2, verse 13 is where we're going to be reading today. The topic of today's sermon is, is to be an alien, right? To be an alien. And my question for you guys to start this thing is this. Have you ever felt out of your element? Recently, I started a new job. As I just told many of you, I started a new job and I've been doing training this week. It's been okay. I've had two different trainers. Well, my first day in the office, I had a lady who held different views on some doctrine issues than I do and the Southern Baptists in general do. She was what they call an apostolic Pentecostal. That's what they call a oneness Pentecostal. So they don't believe in the Trinity. They believe it, they believe different in that issue, and they also believe uh, different on other issues, but that was the main one um, that I really picked up on. When she heard that I was a youth pastor and that I was Southern Baptist, she kind of, she kind of, she tried striking up some conversations with me that I really and truly didn't really care to have um, when I was trying to learn the job, and I felt out of my element at the place. But she, she heard I was a youth pastor, and she heard I was a Southern Baptist, and she wanted to talk doctrine. She wanted to talk about my views towards the Trinity. She asked me if I believe in the Trinity. I said, absolutely, I believe in the Trinity. Because me just being uh, in a small town, most denominations believe in the Trinity. So I didn't really think it was a big issue, right? Um, but then she proceeded to kind of hammer me on it a little bit. She asked me, what verses do you believe or what verses do Southern Baptists point to to say that there actually is a Trinity? When she asked me that, I kind of froze up. And in the midst of feeling uncomfortable and out of my element, I kind of proceeded to shut down on the topic. Right? It, was a dis it was a civil discussion. She's a nice girl, but she highlighted one key thing in me that bothers me, and I hope it bothers you too. And that thing is that I don't enjoy being out of my element. I don't enjoy being uncomfortable. And many of you in this room are the same way. You don't like being uncomfortable, right? We often freeze up and we get uncomfortable when we're talking out of our element. Today, and through this whole series, what I hope you guys have seen in First Peter is that Peter is talking to a group of Christians in Northern Asia Minor who he goes on to call aliens, right? Living in a world full of, of people that don't believe like a Christian does. People who were facing extreme conviction and people who were, were being really and truly hated on for the fact that they were Christians. So as we go on today in 1 Peter chapter 2, I want you guys to take heart and know that, there, that this letter is an encouragement to you as a Christian living in a world today. 1 Peter chapter 2, verse 11. It says this. It says, Dear friends, I urge you as strangers and exiles to abstain from sinful desires that wage war against the soul. Conduct yourselves honorably among the Gentiles, so that when they slander you as evildoers, they will observe your good works and will glorify God on the day he visits. When I was thinking about this and how this applies practically to our everyday lives, I was starting to think about movies, right? E.T., when you think of Area 51, when you think of spaceship sightings, or, or really anything else of the sort that involves aliens. Humans, we tend to just, we love this topic. It, it astonishes us. It, it's something that really and truly, for the overall people, it grasps their attention. And I thought this was interesting. When you look at any kind of movie that involves aliens, typically the big overall plot has something to do with the fact that the military finds out about the alien, it tries to neutralize the alien or abduct it so it can do experiments on it, and ultimately it, we act, humans in the military, they act aggressive towards the alien. And I, have to, I, asked, I had to ask myself why. What are the primary reasons why these militaries in these movies would act to aliens aggressively and try to take them and get rid of them from the population? And I came to three different conclusions as to why. Aliens 
they stand out. Aliens, they cause change. And aliens see the world differently than humans. A quote by John Piper, he says, Brothers, we are not professionals. We are outcasts. We are aliens and exiles in the world. Our citizenship is in heaven, and we wait with eager expectation for the Lord. See, as Christians today in America and Christians today in the world, we are in the world, but the Bible says we're not of the world. We are placed here on this planet to change lives for the Lord and through the Lord by living out the Great Commission. We're called to see the world for what it is, a place full of sin. We understand that this is our temporary home. As a Christian, your job is not to bask in the things of the world and try to get the most money or, or whatever, the most friends, or whatever it is for you, right? It's to see that this is your temporary home and have a heaven-minded, eternal vision for your life. Live every day knowing that it's the difference between eternity with God and eternity in hell. That's the Christian life. That's why we're aliens in a world because, listen, we are in the world, but not of the world. The world is in the world. The world is full of sin and, and hate and things that are opposite of God. We're here to change lives through the Great Commission. The world is here just basking in the moment, living life day by day, no regrets. You only live once, right? That's what they say. And we, as Christians, know this is our temporary home. But the people out there, it's the saddest thing when they talk about it. They talk that when they die, it's, it's over, right? They just get eaten by bugs, and, and that was their existence. That was the, the vastness of their life. But the Christian life is so much more beautiful. It's an arrow pointing one way. It never ends. You're this little tiny piece of it, this earthly life, and how you live it. But so much more is eternity, and how you're going to spend it. Stick with me real quick. We're going to go to verse 13 and read through 17. And it says, Submit to every human authority because of the Lord, whether to the emperor, to the supreme authority, or to governors as they send out by him to punish those who do what is evil and to praise those who do what is good. For it is God's will that you silence the ignorance of foolish people by doing good. Submit as free people, not using your freedom as a cover-up for evil, but as God's slaves. Honor everyone, love the brothers and sisters, fear God, honor the emperor. The second point I want you guys to grasp is to be holy as God, as God of the Bible is holy. In the world we live in, as aliens, we are called by God to submit to our leaders, right? Submit to our governors, submit to our government, and even submit to our president. And this was, to be honest, this was an extremely difficult thing for me to grasp and to really understand. But here's the Christian thing. It's not so much as we submit to the government, but we submit to the government because God is higher than the government and the Bible says that God places those people in charge. That's why we submit to the government. The same government that pushes non-biblical policies all the time. It's striking to me kind of how similar our circumstances in America today are to the Christians in Asia Minor that, that Peter was talking to. It's very, it's very shocking, right? The Christians there Roman authorities are coming in and they don't agree with the biblical policies. They're trying to push their agenda and they're trying to glorify their emperors, the people that rule. That's, that's kind of how their mindset was. They wanted to be treated as gods, essentially. And today in America, policies are coming up, non-Christian policies, right? Things that don't glorify God all the time. And what Peter's saying here is even in the midst of that, even in the persecution, even in the, the disagreeing and where policies are coming up, you need to submit to the authorities. 
the Bible here, it tells us that God puts the world leadership into place. While I don't completely agree with everything that our government does, I still strive to be an outstanding citizen, right? I strive to pay taxes. I don't break the law. I support the government's leadership on factors that don't disagree with my faith. And if you look at the Christians at the time, um, Peter and Paul and all these other people, Jesus even, was telling them, pay your taxes, be a good citizen. But listen, if it doesn't line up with the faith, abandon it. Don't follow ship there. Be as an alien in a world, regardless of the persecution, and follow Jesus. The Roman leadership, again, would have taken offense to the fact in this passage that God was more powerful than them. When they read this, they wouldn't have looked at it as, oh man, all these Christians have to obey us. That's what God said. No, what they would have saw this as is Christians are saying that we're going to obey you because God is more powerful than you and God puts you in that role as emperor. So this actually would have been an insult to them. But again, as we conclude, God has called each of us to live as, as resident aliens in the world. If you missed anything I said tonight, we're called to be different than the world. We're called to evoke change in our culture and set our culture today towards Christ. And we're called to live our lives in a Christ-glorifying way and see the world as He does. And everything you do and everything we do as this youth group in your personal life, remember this. You're called to be a Great Commission living, soul-winning Christian alien through the power of Christ. And don't forget that. In a world that doesn't support your beliefs or even you potentially, God does. God has created community here, and I love it. So as you go into the schools, take heed in that. Take, take hope in each other and take hope in Christ and live the mission that God has given us all to live.